host, LV, checking in with you all for another episode of my podcast, Medusa Side, where every week we'll discuss the unheard side of healing from the perspective of someone who is always deemed the bad guy. Jumping into this week's episode, we're going to <laughs> be discussing my love life and just why it is a hot ass mess. And hopefully, after listening to my stories, uh, you can leave that nigga alone, too, sis. Anyways, uh, this episode, we're going to be talking about daddy issues and childhood trauma and how those responses influence the way that I have navigated my romantic relationships. <laughs> I have these tiers of trust. To explain it in the least complex way as possible, it's about three levels or so of different tiers that people have access to, and those tiers represent myself. Um, The closer and more vulnerable, the more trusting I am of a person, the deeper the tier level of me they're allowed access to. And when you piss me off, you cross me, or you annoy me, you can be moved up a tier. And what I've noticed is it's so easy for someone to move up a tier and it's so hard for them to move down. I have created walls, barriers, fences, gates, you name it, to protect me, to protect my heart, and to protect my peace. I try to remember when I started building these walls up. When was it that I was first met with such a deep level of heartbreak that even 21 years later I still can't remember what caused it um but I I know who so hey hey dad if you're listening which I know you're not yes I ate today yes I still graduate in May and yes my birthday is still in March that's the funny thing about birthdays they happen around the same time every year Now, I'm not going to spend the next 10 minutes getting cynical and and talking about my father. I'd rather save that for another episode or something. Instead, I want to talk about how I realized I was dating my dad or some form of my dad. And, you know, that's a, a crazy realization to have when your dad feels like a stranger to you. It snuck up on me. I I really didn't notice until it was too late, but even then I decided um, it was time to abort mission before I fell victim to another man that was mirroring my own daddy issues. And what do you mean by that, LV? Well, I mean, I wanted a man who would cherish me, who would protect me, who would, who would call me pet names. I wanted, and still on the low, want a dad and I'm not sure when the lines blurred when the not being picked up on the days he was designated to pick me up turned into my toxic relationship traits but they did and now as an adult I recognize that it's my job to identify and fix that he was sweet he was attentive he was doting he was reliable he was also lazy comfortable and a coward He made me feel cared for on the surface. Loving him was like a phone call my dad made when he was sober. A distant love. One that got too comfortable too fast. 
one that had me constantly on edge waiting for the other shoe to drop. He was the victim of the youngest child syndrome. He was spoiled, he was selfish, he was immature. He also was ambitious, insightful, and funny. He made me feel hopeful, like I could become a new person and live a new life. Loving him was like my daddy-daughter dates to the arcade. Fun, but competitive, as in I was competing with other girls and getting cheated on. It was a game that required me to give tiny tokens of myself in order to win. And in the end, I never had enough tickets to get the prize I truly wanted. He was charismatic. He could charm his way in and out of everything. We were volatile, as most teenagers are. He brought out the worst in me. I brought out the worst in him. We were my parents. We fought. We fed into the crazy. We would try to leave and always found our way back until I finally decided to burn the bridge. Why do I stay when I know I need to leave? And I'm going to be honest with y'all. It's because I am scared of not being good enough to deserve love. I'll settle. I'll fight tooth and nail with and for a man that would and could easily discard me. I fall for people who always make me feel like I have to prove myself. Prove that I'm worthy of their time. Prove that I'm worthy of their attention. And yet, once I have it, once the chase is over, once the competition has been eliminated, I feel almost a little empty. This is definitely the avenue of my life I feel like I have the least control over. I'm talking about my love life, y'all, if y'all didn't get that part. <laughs> like, I honestly believe it would be easier for me to map out my plan and successfully become the President of the United States than to find a husband and have a happy and successful marriage. Like, the issues, that insecurity is that deep. I have a, a fearful, disorganized, avoidant attachment style. And I'll link the attachment style um, link in the show notes if you if you all want to take that and see kind of where you fall. Um, and that basically means I'm a fucking mess when I'm in a relationship. And my inner child is free to run around and wreak havoc on my love life. But I don't want to use that as an excuse. I don't want to use the daddy issues as an excuse. I don't want to fear that no one will ever love me. Not even myself. And I don't want that to be the way that I navigate love and intimacy. So I had this epiphany, if you will. Um... That it honestly, it starts with me. If I want someone to love me so damn bad, why not just do that myself? And so I've decided to radically change my relationship with the most important person in my life, which is me. Alright y'all, this is the portion of the show where I just share a few things that I have been doing to radically change my relationship with myself and 
my journey to self-love and I hope that you all can find something here that you feel like aligns with you and where you are in your self-worth your self-love journey and just implement that so the first thing that I've been doing is I've really been making time for bodily movement I've finally been going to the gym and making sure when I do go to the gym there's some sort of ritual routine around it and I I go when and where I feel comfortable because I have really bad gym intimidation and I've also just started doing yoga for emotional release and trauma and both of these things have really allowed me to be more physically and emotionally in tune with myself and identify when I'm not feeling well or I'm feeling stressed based off of the reactions that my body is giving me. Um, The second thing that I've been doing is I put myself first um, and being uh, wholeheartedly selfish as in I stop trying to make myself smaller. I am actively making decisions and doing things that benefit myself even if I know it comes to or comes as some expense or inconvenience to another person you know I'm my number one advocate and I'm going to say or do things that I want or need even if that comes as an inconvenience for somebody else and the last thing that I've been doing is reading which is a childhood hobby I started getting back into so that I can connect with my inner child and it's been really good for me and it really helps limit the amount of social media exposure I have and just gives me something else to do. Alrighty y'all, that is everything I have for you all today. Um, But I am curious to know what you think about today's episode. And also, if you have any ways that you're showing yourself love lately, please share them. Um, Feel free to DM them to me on the Medusa Side podcast Instagram, and I'll share them on all of my social media, as well as, you know, maybe the chance to share them on the next episode. Anyways, thanks for tuning in with me, your host LV, who is signing out. See y'all later.